Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy. Today is Sunday, June 11th of 2023, and we're celebrating the solemnity of the body and blood of Christ, also known as Corpus Christi. Today's gospel comes to us from the gospel according to John, chapter 6, verses 51 through 58. Jesus said to the Jewish crowds, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. The Jews quarreled among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus said to them, Amen, amen, I say to you, Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in him. Just as the living Father sent me, and I have life because of the Father, so also the one who feeds on me will have life because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Unlike your ancestors who ate and still died, whoever eats this bread will live forever. Today we celebrate the solemnity of the body and blood of Christ, sometimes called Corpus Christi. This solemnity, each year, gives us the opportunity to think about the importance of the Eucharist in our lives, in our community and what we can do in order to truly become a Eucharistic community, so that we can become a Eucharistic people. So today, let's consider the Eucharist, meaning first, what it is, and second, how we can live out our faith in it. First of all, we should remember that the Church draws her life from the Eucharist, as St. John Paul II said. This means that the Eucharist is, what we say, the source and summit of Christian life, because the Most Holy Eucharist contains the Church's entire spiritual wealth because it contains Christ Himself, our Passover and our living bread. Through His own flesh, now made living and life-giving by the Holy Spirit, He offers life to men. Now this is extremely important. Some people think that the Eucharist is just a symbol of Christ's presence. No. It's not that it just makes me think of Jesus. The Eucharist is living bread because Christ is present there. He lives forever. For this reason, the Church has received the Eucharist from Christ her Lord, not as one gift, among so many others, but as the gift par excellence, the most perfect gift, because it's the gift of Himself, as well as the gift of His saving work. Nor, is it remained, nor does it remain confined to the past. It's not something that just happened once. Since all that Christ is, with all that he did and suffered for men, participates in the divine eternity. So in other words, when the Church celebrates the Eucharist, when it celebrates the memorial of Christ's death and resurrection, that event, that central event of salvation, becomes really present. And the work of our salvation is carried out. This sacrifice is decisive for the salvation of the human race. And think about this. This is why the Church tells us that that we should kneel down in adoration 
Why? Because it's a great mystery. It's a mystery of mercy. What more could Jesus have done for us? In the Eucharist, he gave us a love that goes to the end, a love without measure. The church constantly draws her life from this redeeming sacrifice. She approaches it not not only as a remembrance, which is true, but it's also a real contact, since this sacrifice is made present ever anew whenever it's offered. Because what does it do? It applies to men and women today the reconciliation, the mercy that was won won once for all by Christ. As uh, St. John Chrysostom said, he said, the sacrifice of Christ and the sacrifice of the Eucharist are one single sacrifice. We always offer the same lamb, he says, not one today and another tomorrow, but always the same one. For this reason, the sacrifice is always only one. The Mass makes present the sacrifice of the cross. It doesn't add to that sacrifice, nor does it multiply it. Christ, one definitive redemptive sacrifice, becomes present in time, again. It doesn't represent, it represents, makes present again. At Mass, we, we celebrate the sacrifice of Christ. It becomes present again with all the graces, all the love, everything, as it was on Calvary. The only thing that's different is, is the form. On Calvary, it was bloody. And now it's unbloodied. And this is why Padre Pio said that the Mass is the center of the universe. The center of the universe. Everything goes and, and, turn, and turn around it. Or as St. Jose Maria Escrivá put it, Jesus has remained in the sacred host for us, so as to stay by our side, to sustain us, to guide us. Love has been awaiting us for almost 2,000 years. And love can only be repaid by love. And this is our second point. Well, what do we do? What do we make of this greatest gift? Well, St. Jose Maria continues saying, thinking of God's love, he says, how could we not return to the Blessed Sacrament every day, even if it's only for a few minutes, to bring him our greetings, our love as children, as brothers and sisters? It's true that today, maybe it's a little bit more difficult. Churches are sometimes far away, but when the opportunity arises, do we take the time to visit Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament? However, the most important thing we can do is live in God's grace, right? The Eucharist is Christ's sacrifice for us and for our salvation. Now, to live in sin, especially mortal sin, is, is to reject that greatest gift, the gift of God's love for us. All we need to do is to ask for forgiveness, to turn to Christ, and He'll restore us. Some of us say that, you know, another thing we can do is, is to participate in daily Mass. Some people say that's impossible, but oftentimes if, if we make the time, instead of making excuses, we can go. Because we know at daily Mass, that sacrifice takes place. We have the mystery of Christ's love for us, a love that led Him to the cross. As St. Therese of the Zoo wrote, Do you realize that Jesus is there in the tabernacle expressly for you, for you alone? He burns with a desire to come into your heart. Receive him. Receive him often. This is the only remedy for what ails you. We can ask ourselves, do we trust that in the Eucharist we'll we'll find the remedy for what ails us? Do we make that effort to be with Jesus, to talk to him, to ask him for help in our lives? 
through the intercession of Mary, whom Pope St. John Paul II said is the woman of the Eucharist in her whole life. Let's ask her to obtain for us the grace to draw near to the Eucharist, source and summit of our faith, and to draw from it the graces we need in order to have a Eucharistic life, meaning a faith that we live out in every moment and in every situation.